time to dive into some uh, some European fixtures, fellas. It's um, that time of year again. It feels like it's been forever. I think you said that, Stephen. There was that weird break over Christmas. Um, some weird things going on in December. Um, but we are back to European football. Maybe we start with uh, with Europa League, then we can jump into some of these uh, these Champions League fixtures, and we got a little bit of both coming up. Um, first one on my uh, little docket here. This um. I think you had also highlighted them, didn't you, Keenan? Um, looking at RB Leipzig. Uh, the this week's fixtures: Bayern, PSG, Dortmund, Chelsea, Ajax, Union, Leverkusen, Monaco. There you go. I was looking at the Leipzig Roma, but yeah, we don't have to get into that one yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just this week's fixtures. We'll worry about. Fair enough. Fair enough. Bayern, PSG, because that one is on the, the very near horizon now. Uh, a little Valentine's Day clash there. Early thoughts there, fellas? Did anybody think that the stars for PSG weren't going to play in this game? Um, I'm still not sold that Mbappe starts. Uh, he's not expected to. He's expected to play the final 30 minutes. Messi and Neymar are expected to start up top in, I think, a 3-5-2 Setup is sort of what they're thinking, or a four-four-two um, were the two things I saw. But Mbappe is supposed to come in for the final thirty minutes. Interesting. You know, that's um. I want to have to eat my words on this, but it, it seems very arrogant. You know, to be at a point like that where we could say, "Yeah, you know, we got Mbappe. He's going to give us 30. I don't know. I just don't see a lot of clubs doing that. You know. Um, Maybe I'm reaching a little bit. Is it arrogance or is it fear? Yeah, I mean, good point. <laughs> well, I, I think, yeah, it is a really good point. Yeah, I think it it is deserved. Like they want, I mean, understandably, right? They want their best lineup, uh, you know, to face Bayern Munich because it is a juggernaut of a, of a side to be facing in Europe. Um, and you would like to get a result at home, especially, I mean, you're going to have to go to the Allianz Arena for second leg. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe you keep me in check there. I, I just think it's um I think it's fair to question whether or not it is arrogance given who we're talking about. Right. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I mean it's parents like I, I don't know. It, just something about the way that comes across. And I haven't seen that myself. So I'm just hearing it from you, but um you just don't hear about that a lot in football. Like either the guy's fit or he's not, right? Like like they'd say, you know, come off the bench, but like getting to like be in management. Again, maybe I'm reaching, but I don't see that a whole lot in football. Like you, like you see that in NBA, right? Like this guy's going to give me, you know, he, he's going to give me a solid. 20 right, he's on a minutes. Right, he's a minutes minutes restriction. Right, right. Um, we're capping him. I think who is it? Uh, like Middleton was on like a minutes restriction for the for the Bucks or something, and you know, he was only giving you like twenty four total minutes or something like that. Right, but it's just, and I think I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's a little bit of a scare tactic. It's like, hey, Mbappe is gonna Mbappe is gonna give us a solid thirty. Like, don't get don't get your hopes up about having to face us without Mbappe. I think maybe that's the vibe that I get a little bit. And I think from a Bayern Munich perspective, they don't care. They simply do not care. Build who you're gonna build. Like, like that's the Bayern mentality. We don't care. And I think that's what bothers me. Is it's like, okay, like he, if he's fit, he's fit. If he's not, he's not. Like, you don't have to make this thing out about it. Like, hey, be careful because Mbappe is going to give us 30 tonight. Like, nobody cares. Like, we don't care. <laughs> if you're going to play, you're going to play. You know? And I know a lot of that is, like, the you know, the the, the media in, in France are trying to hype that up, right? 
Um, I'm sure most of it isn't coming from the club themselves, but it just, it's kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Cause that's been the talk the whole, you know, the whole week. And no, uh, that's I think why I'm glad. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go well, ahead. I was going to say, I'm glad that Nagelsmann said he's going to play, you know, cause Nagelsmann said that last week, he was like, nah, I didn't right. even play, you know? And I appreciated that. That was like, from a Bayern meeting standpoint, we're going in just, yeah, just assume their, their best players are going to play. And that right. goes back to my point is it's like for Bayern, you don't care. You're going to assume that all those guys are going to take the pitch. If they don't, you know, you make adjustments, but, um, you know. Yeah, so not, here it is. You, yeah. Multiple French sources, including La Parisian and La Yeah, of course. Cuba, like a, confirming yeah. PSG are set to line up in a 4-4-2 flat, and Mbappe expected to play the last half an hour. Yeah. It's good. I mean, hope he does. <laughs> hope he does. I hope he plays the whole game. We'll still be yeah. in their ass. Right, right, exactly. Like, um. Like, you want to talk about fearless clubs. We touched on Union being fearless. Bayern fearless when it comes to the Champions League. Like, we'll take on whoever, whenever, wherever. Fans, no fans, neutral location, <laughs> home game, your stadium. We'll be the last fan group in there. It don't matter. Yeah, and, and, and that's the uh, that's the thing. Is like everything goes out the window. We can talk about form. I mean, and if you talk about form, I think Bayern's been on better form than the PSG have. Uh, but, yeah, all that goes out in the window near a Champions League. Obviously, again, like you said, you know, this one is on the road. So if there ever is just a little bit of, of hesitation, it would be this one. I think Allianz Arena. And, again, I don't want to get – I don't want to sound too arrogant myself, but, <laughs> you know, Bayern Munich Champions League in Allianz Arena over the past, what, decade and a half is, is pretty it's much a lock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so this is the one that you, yeah. If you are PSG, you're thinking, okay, this is one we we absolutely you know want to get that result. Right. Um, away goals are going around, right? So like yeah. that's that's out the window too now. Thankfully, thank God. So um, so yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a cracker. I mean that that like this is, I at least in my mind, this is the match. Um, I think you know, I mean, Milan, like Milan and Tottenham, nah. Uh, Bruges and, and, and Benfica now. Dortmund Chelsea, that'll be fun. Um, I know Liverpool reality is going to be pretty hyped. Frankfurt yeah. Napoli again, and again, I don't want to get too far ahead, but I'm just looking at like, but for the time the other being, fixtures, yeah, yeah, for the time being, like this, this is the this is the showcase right here, yeah. Um, we're gonna win probabilities, yeah. So, I mean. The East has got 38% Bayern, 37% PSG. Tells you how, high, how tight that is, right? Yeah. Last five matches, four wins for Bayern, one. PSG, obviously, think back at the uh, the 2020 Champions League final. Uh, you know, Bayern over PSG there, that, that one no performance. Um, I guess 2021, right? Um, but, yeah, anyway. It was nineteen twenty. was the season. Yeah. Just, just a uh... on a neutral site. Yeah. Um. Early predictions. I mean, we want, we want to give score predictions. Any anything else needs to be said about that one? Uh, the ones to watch. Key matchups. I think the three back is interesting. Uh, from a PSG perspective, I think it's 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 going to leave some gaps that that hopefully can be exposed. That three back just scares me. I think 
Based on who the midfield looks like for PSG, I'd hope we play a four back, get Goretzka and Kimmich in there, let them boss that midfield. Yeah. The question is, who do you play in those three sort of attacking roles? I think Coleman's got to play, given just the form that he's in right now. You know, then is it Musiala, Muller, Sane? Probably not Gnabry, right? But I don't know. I mean, it's hard to not put Thomas Muller in there. It, it, does he play out wide? Does he play centrally? That, that's the that's where the questions come into me. Is is hopefully it's a four back and then you know what is the oh wait pause there pause there I, I was referring to the PSG. Oh, I think PSG is going to play. I, I, think, I think Bayern Munich is going to. I think Bayern Munich is going to stick with the four back. Okay, I think PSG will play four back. You think they're going to play four back too? Because because I'm and I don't know where this came from too, but I don't know if you've been hearing any stories about them wanting to deploy a three back. I think even their manager said that. Maybe it was their manager that said that. Um, deploying a three back because he thought that would be. Uh, I'll have to find a quote, but basically, you know, he was saying that he thought that would be good tactics against Bayern. I, I don't know who was saying it, but I, I did see that. Um, but yeah, I think for for Bayern, uh, they play guess, a three back. <laughs> by yeah, all means, yeah, yeah, that's what we're saying. You're gonna have to um, you have to look at it. Um, multiple French choices, including. Oh, okay, never mind. They're saying they're they're confirmed a four back. I mean, again, we'll see what yeah. happens on the day. Yeah, there, it was I, a tweet. It was something circulating earlier in the day that they were going to deploy a three yeah. back, but yeah, it says a flat four four two. Flat four four two um, is what I'm expecting. Yeah, uh, for Bayern again, I, I think Davies, Delish, um, Upamecano, and and Thalo, I think are going to be the the four there. Uh, just given form. Happy right. birthday, Lucas! By the way, he turns the uh, twenty seven today. Is that right? Um, Lucas Hernandez still my my preferred center back, but you know he's got to get fit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Kimmich Goretzka, as you said. Yep. Um, yeah, and then you know Chupo up top. I think is a lot, but then yeah, then that's where things get a little bit, a little interesting. I do think Coleman starts. I think Musiala starts. Uh, right, and then it's who's going to play. Assuming, right, I, I assume it's going to be the question of who plays on the right. I've seen right. Muller there. I've seen Sane there. I haven't seen a lot with Gnabry. I just don't think he's you know in the best form right now, and and certainly not at the top of the pecking order, you know, uh, interesting to see what, what, who do you want there? I guess. You got to remember too. I mean, you know, he's been taking recent trips to France anyway. So I'm sure that will impact his performance. Right. He'll be he's distracted. There, boys. Um, yeah, I, 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 I... Right. Thomas Muller's big game player. Sonny's, been one of the best players for Bayern in the Champions League so far this season. Yeah, I mean, I'm always concerned about Muller out wide. Um, right. Not that I don't, I don't think he can he can handle it by any means. Um, but it's just going to be a different dynamic than if we do start Sane. I'm I'm fine either way. Um, I hope it's it's Sane out wide, and then you have Muller coming on in the second half because he can play in a variety of roles. Especially as guys get tired, he you know his lack of top end speed probably more beneficial at that point as well. That's where, that's how I prefer it. I think the adaptability that you're, that you're keen on there is really important. Um, you know, cause second half, we'll see what matchups we've, we've been able to exploit. You know, have we been able to get goals? Is it a tie, Is it a game where maybe Musiala struggles a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and you do want to bring Muller in for Musiala or maybe Coleman's not able to get those one V one. We just don't know. Right. So right. I, I do think that like you are a lot more dynamic coming into the second half when you do have a guy like Thomas Muller coming off the bench. Right. Again, Leroy Sané is, is by no means a one-dimensional player, but you, you're able to to move a lot of different other pieces. Well, you're, not gonna, um, you're probably not going to put him Muller. at striker, right? If Chupa's 
not doing exactly. Anything. If Tupo's struggling, right, you could bring in Molivar for for or you add him in, you get a double striker situation, right? And maybe we see him come in for you know uh, one of the the fullbacks, right? And then they do move to sort of a three back situation there. There's a lot of different right. varieties there. So I, I like Muller coming off the bench with the versatility there. Definitely expect him to play. He is a big time player and, and tends to show up in Champions League games as well. So ultimately, as long as the boys come away with the positive result. I don't care. Put whoever you want out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot. Yeah, a lot of talk on on. Uh, you know, another thing that's interesting, right? Is you know, Yashwood Kimmich is coming off a little bit of a rest, which is something <laughs> that he never gets. Um, you know, due to that that red card. So, um, you know, that's that's going to be interesting too. Uh, I, I'm sure he's going to be fired up because I, I know that he hated not being able to play on the weekend. Um, and I, I do, I absolutely do think we need a big a big game from him. Yeah. Um, he and Goretzka, granted, they haven't had a ton of time together this, this season just, just due to injuries. Um, but they haven't looked, they haven't looked too, uh, Convincing. I mean, they haven't looked, yeah, like what they're capable of. We haven't seen right. the best for them this season. And we absolutely are going to need to see that from, uh, you know, against Paris. Yep. Um, but we all, we all back in Bayern, boys. I think in the story, end of the day. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't hear otherwise. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, assume. we're just gonna assume. I'm gonna assume. Um, it's gonna be a good game, though. It's gonna be a really good game. Um, Dorman Chelsea. You want to see that out for us, Stevie? No, Chelsea's your squad. Yeah. Um, Chelsea. Yeah, uh, I think this is uh, gonna be an interesting tie because you have two teams and two completely different uh, going in two different directions. <laughs> um, Chelsea has not looked good at all in the Premier League, and Dortmund has, as we as we know, has been riding kind of high. Um, unfortunate news for Dortmund is Makoko is going to be out for about six weeks. Um, but you know, Dortmund has plenty of people that can plug in and and go. But I definitely think Dortmund should have the upper upper hand on this one. Um, you know, they're like I said, they're, they're, they've been flying high. Um, yeah, especially Ayer starting to heat up, starting to heat up. Um, Jude Bellingham's gonna, is, he is on a mission. Gio Reyna is on a mission. This is, this is a side that I don't think anybody wants to play right now. Don't forget, so, uh, Julian Brandt as well. He's looked really yeah. good of late. Yeah, so I, I'm 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 expecting Dortmund to walk Chelsea. I really hope so. Yeah, I, I really hope so because I'll, you know, I, paper, I, like just, you I just I just don't see I, I just haven't seen Chelsea play very well um, mm-hmm. in the last couple last couple weeks. Yeah, this is one where Dortmund absolutely need to seize the moment. Like they are who they have have shown to be this season. This is when they absolutely need to go out, and they need to stomp Chelsea. Like he said they they absolutely need to send yes. that message against a premier Premier League team. You know, I know they're not in the best form right now, but it's Chelsea, right? right? It's Chelsea. This is People a, are going to be watching, right? In the last what decade, just over a decade, they've won two Champions Leagues, but you know they haven't scored more than one goal since December twenty seventh. It's, so. it's, 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 two, uh, it's 
too bad uh, Tuchel isn't still there. <laughs> Would they be better with him? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd be more afraid of Chelsea if, no, if, absolutely. if he was still there. Grandpa I'm just not I'm just saying this. The, the yeah, it'd be better. Yeah, the story line, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it, it's ridiculous that they still haven't won a game, and they spent all that money in the January transfer window. Yeah, like, they spend more than like multiple leagues. Yeah, they spent more than clubs in La Liga, Serie A, the Bundesliga, and League One combined. Yeah, and you still, have, gotten, the, you still haven't gotten. You still haven't gotten a win. Like, didn't the Premier League break like one billion in uh in like yeah transfers? I think so I think, I think you're so. right yeah that's insane which is 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 which has started to drive the conversation of how like it is is the Premier League ruining football because of how much they're they're spending on like on these players because. Yeah, I mean, granted, yeah, you you can buy all these players you want, and if they don't play, if they don't mesh well, then it's not going to work no matter how expensive the player is. But when you can, when you're when you're seeing a non-income force throw out forty million, <laughs> not 40, 40 million on a player who just got up into, into the top flight, there's a problem. <laughs> like, I get that it's probably one of the most popular leagues. And the Premier League definitely has marketed themselves the right way. Or they they at least marketed themselves to that to that broader audience. Wait, um, say that it start say that from the beginning again. This is a newly promoted side who spent what? They they, they were they, they were splashing around forty million. Like it was nothing. For the record, total market value for Bochum, forty six point six million. Yeah, let's just put that in perspective there. Yeah, well, well look at look at Union Berlin. <laughs> right, right. Well, right. and and I think, I think that I think that's the kind of furthest of the importance of. Uh, I know Dortmund's not the, um, I mean, for the most part they are a clean club, um, but uh, I guess what I'm getting is like the importance of a fixture like this to go out and, and send a message, you know, and beat the bad guys in that in that sense, right? Because it's yeah. only. I mean, it, it, there are still are implications, right? There are still are implications that "quote unquote" ruin football, but mm-hmm. the like the ruining of football is far worse if Chelsea were to go out and win Champions League, you know? It's, yeah, because like then it sends the message: Hey, you have to spend, you have to spend to be competitive. You have to spend to win. But what we've seen right now is is despite clubs spending more and more and more, those same clubs aren't the ones that are that are winning, <laughs> you know. Not saying yep. that that you can go and win without spending, because the clubs that have won have had to spend, just not at the <laughs> at those levels. You know, your Bayern hasn't spent at that level, obviously. Um, where are the other winner? I mean, even Real during all of their runs, yeah, they were spending money. Certainly not at that level. You know, they had a core group of guys that they were able to stick together and able to get managers to. Uh, you know, to really prioritize Champions League, but I wouldn't go out and say they bought those titles by any means. Um, no, Liverpool, I, I think... Liverpool certainly didn't. They made some big purchases, but um, I wouldn't say they bought those titles, you know. But we've yet to see I... Chelsea. I mean, well, yeah, they, they did get that one. They were the one with two dollars. I apologize. But yeah. um, this, this club, you know, this this current behemoth, which 
certainly outspent that Champions League winning one, even though that one it's been a lot. But <laughs> and it and it's and it says something to when I mean, well, like I said, like my teams are splashing all like forty million on a player that's on the bench. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like forty million is a starter in most places. Right, and, and it's—I like, mean—that's that, a whole other conversation. In the Bundesliga, fifteen million's a starter. Right. Yeah. I think we were talking about that in the chat. Um, you know, it was the Nabi Keita. Uh, you know, earlier in the in the week, they were talking about you know where is he going to go next? That was you know a terrible transfer for Liverpool. Liverpool paid a decent chunk of change for him, right? Was it thirty? Was it football forty? Thirty-five yeah. points. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to your point, you know, he, he was a, a large part a, a bench player for them. Um, yeah. and uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> just, just basically, but basically, for the point that you do see a lot of transfers like that to the Premier League, and you know, you do start to wonder. I mean, I don't think it's going to change. Guys do want to go there. There is a chance that you can break into the starting roster. Um, mm-hmm. but but if I'm you know if I'm a player, yeah, I have to look long and hard at that. And I think that is what we start to see, especially with young players. We talk yeah. about that year in year out. Is they have started to um prefer going to Germany where they know they're going to go play um, versus maybe getting that big lucrative contract in the prim and riding, you know, like, like if you're Nabi Keita, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I don't want to speak for him, but you'd have to think, Hey, what happens if I, I stay at Leipzig, you know, or what if, what happens if I stay at a Bundesliga club where I continue to, to play at that level that I was um, versus what happened with, with Liverpool. He's still young. I think he's got opportunity for this next chapter of his career, but um yeah, we just see so many guys. As you said, forty minute bench, forty million bench players. Well, but I mean, I mean, look at like look at Timo Werner, like yeah, a superstar in Germany, superstar in Germany. But then he goes to Chelsea and he does what? Yeah, I think he's. I, I mean, I think we all would agree he kind of stunted his growth. Um, yeah, in large part, he has been a one dimensional player, and I think that he really benefited from that system with with Julian Nagelsmann. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want to say that, like, he was, you know, Erling Holland by any means. But I, I do think the move the move to Chelsea just simply didn't suit him. Um, I, you know, it hasn't been the best fit for Kai Havertz either. That's, that's another one I was about to bring up. Like, <laughs> you know, out of position. And I, I think the expectations on him are just ridiculous to expect. You know, he's not going to give you 20-plus goals a season playing as a striker for them. But you know where he would have gotten twenty plus goals. Well, yeah, but again, he wouldn't be expected. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to play this, yeah. this, the position and the style yeah. there, He's, right? It's stunting his development too. Right, right. But yeah, but like, I, but like, I, but like you're also getting to the point. You're also getting to the point where like these major stars are taking these massive contracts for teams that have no Euro- European aspirations whatsoever. Because they're they're you know because of the money that really goes thrown around, you're you're seeing again you're seeing you're seeing players go to Nottingham Forest, you're seeing players go to West Ham, you're seeing players go to Aston Villa, you're seeing players Leeds. go to Leeds. Um, yeah, you bring up a really good point there because it seems like not too long ago, uh, for a lot of these top players, right, European play and, and for large part Champions League play was a big priority on where you would go. 
you know, and we saw that a lot with guys that would leave the Bundesliga. I would say, hey, I want to go to a Champions League club, you know, like like this small Bundesliga club. Um, I think it happened with with Leverkusen maybe a few years ago. Um, it was it was another club too that had fallen on a Champions League, and, and that was kind of the excuse that we heard is guys wanted to go play Champions I mean, League. I mean, it happened to Schalke. Yeah, one, yeah, one, another one, prime example. Um, once once Schalke stopped going to go to Europe, their team left. <laughs> But it's 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 interesting because uh, I'm hearing that excuse less and less. Good point. I'm hearing that less and less, where money talks, you know, yep. and it's like suddenly. I mean, we saw with with Ronaldo, right? Um, I know that he still had Champions League aspirations, and you know, wasn't necessarily his decision to go play in Europa League. But there was that chance, that chance there, you know, like you kind of knew what you were signing up for there. And I think a few years ago, there's no way in hell that he he makes that decision. But the money talks, and I think you're absolutely right. We're seeing that with now guys don't mind going to these clubs um, and not playing into – I mean, there's so many big stars you go look at that you're like, oh, my gosh, like he's not in – he's not even in Europa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like it, it was it, – it's just insane. Like just see, you're seeing all these players be linked to, oh, you're, this player's leading the league, uh, Leeds United. Really? He's the top player in the Bundesliga. Why is he going there? <laughs> or, um, I think it was uh, Geraldo Becker was linked. He was linked to a, yeah. A couple I think I know you're talking he about. To, like, he linked, linked to Everton. Yeah. What's Everton doing right now? Nothing. Beat by Liverpool today. <laughs> well, yeah. But look, like, well, why would you go to Everton? And just and not do anything. Like you're you're at a you're at a good you're at a good club right now with Union Berlin. You're having success at Union Berlin. Why would you go to why would you go to someone that's not having that same, that same success? Money, man. Money. Other, other than money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> It's, it's it's an interesting state of it. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think a player, you know, I kind of had to completely switch gears. But, you know, I was, I was thinking about players like uh, Paxton Aronson, right, from um, his name, Philadelphia Union, right? Yep. Uh, yep. And I was watching that interview with him, you know, and why he chose to come to Frankfurt. Because he was, you know, scouted by a lot of massive clubs, you know, and talked about the big opportunity that it was going to Frankfurt, uh, the way that youth develop in, in Germany, you know, the, the chance that he has to get into first-team football. Um, we see a lot of that, and a lot of that kind of flies under the radar. But like us that follow the league, we know all of those stories of the guys like that. Um, obviously, you know, big notable one in, in Christian Pulisic. You know, I think most people would really point to as like the big one. But your Weston McKinney's, right? Um, you see a lot of that, and I think that is the beauty of the Buddhist league. Is maybe you're you're, you're not going to get you're not going to get guys that are maybe that next step in their career that that want that money. <laughs> Right, they don't want to go for those bigger contracts, but I think what the Bundesliga does really well is they are able to bring in those youth, and I think that's what we're going to have to continue to see, right? Because, like you said, your Union Berlin, they're not going to be able to compete with. Sadly, they're not going to be able to compete with Leeds, you know. Um, but what they can do is is bring in youth talent, and what else they've been able to do really well, which I think was highlighted with like the Isco move, is they've been able to get veteran players. We saw that in the first year in the league, they brought in a lot of vets, um, guys that have had first team experience. They brought them in to help kind of guide the ship. And they, they've done that year in, year out. And they're able to get younger guys like Becker. Um, yeah, I, I think 
So continue that success. We're going to have to see that, like, even more so for the league. You know, I want to see even more young players come to the league and get first-team football. If I'm the Bundesliga, don't even worry about trying to – and I think that's what, you know, Carl Heitz, Riemann, and and all of, you know, Barnes board talk about again and again is we can't we can't try to compete spending with those clubs and that's Bayern that's saying that uh, yeah. you know and, you know the, the team that that could to some extent do that is saying we're not we're not even gonna try um so uh yeah it is unfortunate it's an unfortunate thing but you know if I'm, if I'm some of these teams um just double down on getting getting these these youth players um which again, I know that brings up the other thing of like churning youth, like we've seen with Leverkusen, where they do get young guys, but they're not able to hold on to them. But yeah, um, yeah I mean that's a whole another whole another thing, right? <laughs> um, tangent aside, though, I mean it's it's always I feel like we always end up there some some way somehow. It's just the passion for the league and wanting to see those players um, stick around. Um. We touched on Dortmund, Chelsea. Yeah, I think you, you know you said it all, Stevie. IX Union. That's that's a big one. I'll, I'll let you tee that one up for us, Stevie. Go and keep the mic uh, as we close out the show. What are you thinking on that one? Um, I'm thinking because IX is is kind of in that same boat that Chelsea has been, where they have not played well this season at all. I mean, they they just they just um, actually they just dropped their manager. A couple of weeks ago, um, so I expect Union to win. Oh. Um, I, I just, I just think Union ha- is on that level right now where they're like, where they're playing well, um, and they're coming out with a team that's not playing very well at the moment. So their their form their forms are totally mixed match right now. So I would if I, I I'd put if I was a betting man I would put money on this game. I think I just I just think it's too. What's the word? <laughs> it's it's too tantalizing. Yeah, I mean it's it's to not pick them. It's you want you want even I want to pick them. Um. It's a tough game. I, I think the one thing is Ajax does have maybe not – well, yeah, I would say – I mean, Ajax has a little bit more experience under the bright lights. Obviously, like mm-hmm. historically, yes, of course, but I'm thinking in terms of like just personnel, right? Um, yeah. They do have players that have had a little bit more experience in these positions than um, the New Berlin. But uh, that's that's one that yeah that's that's one that's hard for me to call. I, I think both both legs are obviously going to be really really crucial, but I think this this first one um, on the road for Union is going to be really really good. And I actually I mean, is not an easy place to play at. Either, no, though, but, not at all. No, no I think I is going to win this. I mean, they're on a four game win streak. They they haven't lost since early November at this point. They had a rough spot in Champions League, so they did drop down. They are, you know, they're sitting third in the table, but I just, I think they're going to win at home. Yeah, but uh, to Stevie's point, I mean, you can have that same logic. Like, you know, when you do look at form, <laughs> let's not, let, you know, let's not. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's Berlin is done, you know. Right, but I'm saying, yeah, add, 
right? If we say form cancels each other out, and then you look at Ajax is at home and they've been there before. Right, right. I think that's where they come in and, and get the dub that way. I might go draw. I don't think these two clubs want to draw. That's what you get. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they're going to play for, but sometimes what you get. When you do get, I mean, what's that, that, the Joker quote? You know, like a, a movable object. Like sometimes. Oh, yeah, a movable object versus an ensemble yeah. force. Yeah, like sometimes. <laughs> It's gonna be, uh, and then Leverkusen Monaco. I actually have no call on this one. I think Monaco's gonna walk over uh, Leverkusen. Yikes! <laughs> I think, I think Stevens right. It's sad. Yikes! Yeah, if they're, 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 go ahead, Polly. If their league fixture um was any um kind of telltale, yeah, Leverkusen's gonna come up short. Um. I meant to mention, I don't know, just from this week in league play, Hendrick's um, first goal where he kind of made the um, goalkeeper look foolish, it was a really good sign from that. But I just don't know if they have the resurgence of firepower to get past Monaco. Maybe a draw. That's what I'm going to hope for for this first uh, leg right at him. There you go. Yeah, yeah and Paulie's right. I mean, that's against a very lowly Havenheim side that they perform well on the weekend, right? It was a good result for them, but Havenheim is 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 floundering. Bad. I mean, yeah, uh, and you manager that. If that game is any indication, doesn't hasn't decided what and <laughs> how they're going to they're going to proceed. Um, take nothing away from you know Leverkusen's result, but yeah, probably hit it spot on. That's we can't hang our hats on that at all. Confidence in Bayern. Confidence in Dortmund, maybe a little shaky with Union, and appears no confidence, no confidence in Leipzig. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. I like it. I like it. Um, I mean, I don't. I wish we could have confidence in all, but <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that we're <laughs> glad that we're united on that thought. Uh, yeah, we won't jump to those other fixtures quite yet, although they are very mouthwatering. Um, good stuff, lads. <laughs> <laughs>